Hi, this is Dr. Ziegenbein, your favorite rheumatologist and fibromyalgia expert coach. Fibromyalgia has the capacity to rule and even ruin your life. I am here to show you how to stand up to it, how to be your fibromyalgia boss once and for all. Well, hello, my friends. It has been a while. Welcome to episode number 31 of Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast. I have been an MIA for a little bit for a good reason, and I am back now with more power than ever. I met someone special. His name is Greg, and he has swept me off my feet. That's all I will say for now. I am coming on today to introduce you to my new simplified version, 201 version of my winning at Vermont method. It is very powerful, simple, and I am very proud of it. For those of you who don't know me, I am a board certified rheumatologist and I work almost full time at the rheumatology office in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. I'm an expert fibromyalgia coach where I teach women with fibromyalgia to with fibromyalgia, pain, and other symptoms, tools to reduce their pain and win at fibromyalgia. I have embraced this love of fibromyalgia about a year ago in May 2021, and it has been a wild ride. So my winning at fibromyalgia program has four core steps, and they are as follows. Number one, believe. Believe in the power of your body to heal, in the power of your mind and nervous system to improve your symptoms. Number two, embrace the concept of neuroplasticity, which basically means that our brain and nervous system are capable of learning new things throughout our lifetime, as well as capacity to produce new neurons and change the neural pathways. Number three, let go of the expectations to get results fast. And number four, do the work. And by the work, I mean mindfulness-based exercises and techniques that bring peace and sense of safety and love to our nervous system that eventually reduces pain and other symptoms. And rinse and repeat. So today, I specifically want to focus on the power of belief. I truly cannot stress how important belief is believing my women can achieve pain reduction is number one item we work on together with both patients and clients alike. I want to tell you why it is so important. And the reason I want to tell you this is because I found out the hard way. I lacked belief myself. It, it was really fascinating to watch. I have had pain for a long time. I have had multiple ailments, both autoimmune and mechanical ailments affecting my body. And I have always thought that it was luck or whatever physical therapy that got me better. And I did not realize this lack of belief in my own ability to heal, in my own minds and body ability to heal until I attended the course led by Dr. Rankin, Lisa Rankin, Whole Health Medicine Institute course. And going through her program made me realize how powerful our body's ability to heal is and how powerful my own ability to heal is. I was able to uncover where my lack of belief, lack of belief was coming from, and then I was able to change it around. It did not happen overnight, but I did it. And I want to share it now with you, my listeners and clients. So first of all, why do I even talk about believing? 
a few things. There is an undeniable body of research supporting the notion that our thoughts and perception, perceptions affect our physiology, that our mindsets can measurably affect physical healing. In research studies, this effect is called placebo effect, meaning taking a sugar pill or pill without any active ingredient has positive measurable physiologic and physical effects, whether it's improvement in depression, mood, asthma, you name it. There is even such a thing as placebo surgeries when doctors opened up a patient or made an incision, but did not do an instrumentation and patients with knee pain who had knee surgery started to feel better. They were able to get back on their feet. Can you comprehend this? There was a fascinating research done at Yale when identical milkshake was given to two different groups of people and it had two different labels. It was identical milkshake, but one label suggested it was more indulgent or that it had more calories and the other, it was that it was more skinny, quote. And the group that received the milkshake labeled with more indulgent label that suggested more calories, they had responses suggestive of having consumed more calories, but they haven't. It's really fascinating and mind-blowing. And what it means is that our brains, our minds are doing this to us. Neurobiological research has shown that the placebo effect, which stems in part from individuals' mindset and expectation to heal, triggers distinct brain areas associated with anxiety and pain that activate physiological effects that lead to healing outcomes. This placebo effect is mediated by the release of neurotransmitters, which means chemicals in our brain that talk between the neurons that, or that allow for talking between the neurons and they consistently impact certain areas of brain and even mirror the action of chemicals, pharmaceuticals, medications on human physiology. And believe it or not, but in certain clinical trials, especially in trials testing antidepressants, it is not uncommon, uncommon for the placebo, for the sugar pill to beat the active drug. And do you know what that means? This means that our minds can produce the effects of a medication as powerful as an antidepressant with no side effects. But sometimes people even can have side effects. That's how powerful our mind is. So this means that the mind, our brain, our nervous system are capable of great feats in healing the body. This should not come as a surprise because our body is an infinitely intelligent organism. Humans have been healing themselves long before the invention of modern medicine techniques. Endogenous shamans have been facilitating healing for thousands of years. They give patients hope, and through expectation, the mind initiated the changes in physiology for the body to heal. So the question is not whether there is a placebo effect, but what can we do about it? And by placebo effect, I mean the power of belief in healing. How can we consciously, deliberately harness that effect? We do not seem to know how to produce the placebo effect on demand in health and medicine. 
we spend enormous amount of money developing medications, trying to outperform the placebo effect. How silly, right? If we only embrace our bodies and minds ability to heal the body, how amazing that would be. And we know that mindset about treatments shape, shapes treatment outcomes. Placebo effect is the power of belief and is related to multiple psychosocial factors. One factor is expectation, which relates to a reduction in anxiety or an expectation of reward. The placebo effect provides insight into the complexity of consciousness and how little we really know about the mind and its ability to heal. The scientific evidence is accumulating and points towards the possibility that the mind has an unlimited healing ability. You heard me right, unlimited, all within our human precious mind. This makes a complete sense to me and many people, but skeptics don't like common sense and they wait until the science proves it. And we may be waiting for a long time because science simply cannot prove certain things. So where do the mindsets come from? The placebo effect is a mind-body phenomenon that starts in the brain, results in clinical improvement, and is intimately related to the ritual of the therapeutic act. This ritual involves things such as people in the room, spoken words, syringes, or other devices, and even the color of the pill. One of the most important factors that trigger expectations and belief is a verbal suggestion. Verbal suggestions are frequently given in clinical studies of the placebo effect, and these words, as part of the therapeutic ritual, have powerful effects on the body. This is an important concept to remember because your own words, based on your innate beliefs, are part of your own therapeutic ritual every single day of your life. In translation, what you say to yourself, whether consciously or unconsciously, has effect on your life, on your somatic symptoms, on your body. The placebo effect puts emphasis on the importance of belief in overall health and wellness. So I suggest we be positive in what we say and be discerning in what we believe because our mind-body is listening. So how can we turn it around? How can we make this information useful? One of the questions I would ask is, what is the best mindset to have when diagnosed with fibromyalgia? And the answer is one that empowers us, the one that enhances our belief in our bodies and mind's ability to heal, to improve the pain and other symptoms, no matter what causes it. We don't have to always know. We don't always immediately know what caused our pain. But believing that our bodies and mind have the ability to heal and improve it is extremely powerful. There is also such thing as nocebo effect when injury can lead to negative thoughts that can lead to stress, depression, anxiety, and even a fear of getting injured again. And left unchecked, these negative thoughts and feelings can start a cycle of problems. That's, I think, for another episode where we talk about nocebo effect, the negative effect of a sugar pill or negative beliefs. 
Stanford University researchers found that when patients that found out that what patients think and expect about treatments can influence health outcomes, our mindset can affect our recovery. Researcher Dr. Elia Crum, uh, a psychologist at Stanford, describes her experience when she was 10 years old and broke her ankle while doing gymnastics, but did not know it was broken at first. She iced it and taped it and competed the next day and qualified for nationals. Then she found out her ankle was broken. She basically mentally overcame her injury despite the odds. Fibromyalgia causes real pain, but there is no injury. What a gift. It is an invitation for us to utilize our brain, our nervous system, and our mind in their healing potential to sway the course of the pain. My entire coaching program is based on the premise that our brain and nervous system have the power to alter the pain we feel in the body. Once you start believing it can't, it can, and embrace the neuroplasticity as a real cause of your pain, you have won. 80% of the struggle is done. When we are affected by any chronic illness, including fibromyalgia, our brains and nervous systems usually need love or encouragement, sometimes both. Our primitive brains are also wired to look for danger. Maybe in some of us, this wiring is stronger than others. What if our job was to provide reassurance to our primitive brains that we are safe, that we are strong, that we are taking care of ourselves, attending to our needs, and that things will be okay. And I'm not talking about gaslighting or claiming everything will be fine if we are in real physical danger. I'm talking providing our minds and nervous system reassurance and reassuring messages of safety when we are, in fact, physically okay, nobody's shooting at us or attacking us physically. Because short of physical danger, most of the time, we are okay. So the first step is to believe that we can get there, that a part where our nervous system is at peace and we truly, really believe we are okay and that we can feel better. Things start changing then. So to summarize, the power of belief is the first step in my winning and fibromyalgia process. It means you believe in your mind and brain's ability to heal, to improve. The second step is embracing the concept of neuroplasticity. Third step is letting go of expectations. And fourth is doing the work. I will address all of these in upcoming episodes. As far as the power of belief goes, it's truly potent. There is undeniable body of research supporting the notion that our thoughts and perceptions affect our physiology. Basically, our mindsets can measurably affect physical healing. Our mind is capable of great feats in healing the body, and our bodies have been doing it for centuries. And we can apply this knowledge in fibromyalgia, of which important part is neuroplasticity, which means our brain's ability to form new neural connections at any point in life. I would like to end with a following exercise. I would like you to find a comfortable position and start considering the following thoughts and saying it to yourself aloud. I am powerful. I have the power to change my neural connections. I have the power to change my perception of pain. I am strong. I am healthy. I am resilient. I am learning to harness the power of my brain and nervous system. I believe in my body's and mind's ability to heal 
and in my own ability to choose my own songs. I will leave you with that and I will connect with you next week again. If you love this episode, please share with someone who can benefit from it too. I'm also available on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is Martina Lenartova, L-E-N-A-R-T-O-V-A. And my business page has name Martina Ziegenbein Coaching, Z-I-E-G-E-N-B-E-I-N. As always, I appreciate lovely reviews or any questions, concerns, or suggestions. I'm here for it. My website is www.winningatfibromyalgia.com.